What's up, guys? This is Fear of the Father. My name is Tanner. I'm here with my guys at the 43 Project, and this week we're going to be talking about overcoming anxiety. common symptoms of anxiety, but what, what brings it about in our lives? For a lot of people in the age group that we're talking to, it's tests or relationships that you're going through, trying to find the right woman in your life, or even struggling to be friends with the guys that you had um, back in high school as you transition forward in life and, and you give your, give your life to God. You know, are all your friends doing that as well? Maybe it's some trials that you're facing at work or family struggles that you have. You know, I come from a blended family, so there's a lot of a lot of crazy things that can be going on in a blended family. I know that mine is very well healed from all of that now at this point, but for a lot of people, that's a huge cause of anxiety. Um, sometimes it's even your health, you know, are you healthy? A lot of people take that for granted and that can be a huge stressor for a lot of, th for a lot of people. So, you know, anxiety can come from anywhere, but I think the biggest thing to know about that is that anxiety never comes from God. That's not a feeling that he would want you to have. He loves you and he wants to be there to support you. And that's obviously a negative emotion. So it's not going to be from him that you're feeling anxious and, uh, Therefore, if it's not coming from him, then he will help you get through it. So I would say the first thing that you need to keep in mind when overcoming anxiety is to trust him. I, I'm a firm believer that one of the major sources of anxiety in your life is not following God's plan for your life. You, you may be doing this subconsciously, but if you're, if you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing or that is sinful in nature or you're just doing something that isn't what God called you to do, you're probably going to feel anxious about it. God wants you to follow his plan for your life. And, and therefore, anxiety can sometimes be a result of not doing what he has called you to do in life. Um, I feel like many people, when they're feeling anxious, pray and lose hope quickly, thinking that God has refused to answer their prayer or, or isn't hearing what they have to say, you know. But I think a lot of times we're praying um, to be helped through a, a trying situation. And just because we're not getting the answers that we want doesn't mean that he's not helping you and he's not going to be there to guide you through that time. A lot of times... What we're praying for isn't what God's will is for our life. And we can use those struggles to grow closer to him and just have faith that in his timing and in his own way, he will help you through those situations. Um, oftentimes we forget that, you know, he is the creator of all things and therefore he's quite a bit smarter than we are. You know, what we have planned for our lives pales in comparison to the plan that he has for our lives. And a lot of times we lose sight of that and, and just don't have faith that what he's got in store for us is far greater than anything we could have dreamt for ourselves. So I want to share with you guys Proverbs 3, 5 through 8, and that says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. I think it's very important here to note the phrase, uh, lean not on your own understanding. You know, how many times in life are we faced with a challenge where we think that if we just pray about it, and give it to God, and then we just sit and think about it in our own headspace and in our own minds, we'll be able to come up with the conclusion. Or maybe we watch a documentary about what we're going through or go and talk to our buddies and think that that's going to be the best way to uh, come to a solution instead of giving that giving that problem up to God in, in, in its entirety. I know that I do this all the time. Uh, just an example in my life recently, I was uh, installing a garage door opener for my parents. And 
my mom came and offered to help me out with that. And I was just stubborn and I wanted to tackle this issue on my own. I didn't really want to be doing that project to begin with. And when I was offered help, you know, I, I was just stubborn in my own mind and said, no, I'm going to do this on my own and I'm going to take care of this by myself. I'm kind of frustrated as it is. So just leave me alone and I will, <laughs> I'm going to handle this on my own. And uh, as I was doing that, as a result, you know, I could have had her out there helping me out and holding the light for me as I was working in the dark or whatever, you know, just another set of hands. But I chose not to take advantage of that. I dropped my phone and shattered it to pieces. And it was a brand new phone. And I was so frustrated with myself. But it's like, who could I be mad at? And nobody else but myself. You know, I had help there. God had put somebody in my life that could have helped me. And I chose to turn a blind eye to that and think that I was better than that and uh, do things my own way. And although that's just a, a minor earthly example there, right? Like I survived with a cracked phone. That's not going to be the end of the world for me. But a lot of times in life, we take that same approach with major life issues, with things that are causing a ton of stress and anxiety in our lives. We just kind of shut down and think, you know, society has told us that as men, we need to be able to overcome these things. And we, we can't feel these emotions about the situation that we're in. And we need to be bigger and stronger than them. And I mean, that's just not the case. You know, I... I've come to realize that I'll get all my strength and all my power through God. And it's in my times of weakness that he is able to empower me the most to glorify him, right? Like he doesn't have the chance to show his strength unless we're at our weakest point so that he can pick us up and, and build us up from the situations that we're in. Uh, when you're starting to feel anxious, just remember to trust in the Lord and to seek him because he is far wiser, greater, and stronger than we are. And there's no shame in going to him with all your problems. He will definitely take care of you. Um, my next point comes from Psalms 34, 4, and it says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. And I think the key word here in this phrase is that I sought, you know, I sought the Lord. And that's kind of what we just got done talking about during times of anxiety and times of stress in your life. It's easy to just turn to so many other things in life other than God for a solution. You know, for some people, it's even just turning away from those stressors and not trying to deal with them at all, whether that's intentionally sleeping through a test that you have coming up or going out to the bar with your buddies instead of handling some issues with your family that you've got going on or whatever it may be. A lot of times we think we can turn to these other earthly sources to help us through those things when instead we should be seeking the Lord and, and just asking for his help and his grace in those situations to provide for us. And just something that I've seen this witness in my life, um, it was from my mom. So we were at a church service with her and she was starting to feel incredibly, incredibly sick. And uh, the service had just started. My dad was going to be singing at that service. So we didn't want to leave, but it had gotten to the point where she was about to call an ambulance and go to an emergency room. And so it just so happened that we were between services at that point. We were getting ready for the afternoon service. And one of the pastors there in the church had felt like he was given the gift of healing and that he, he would be able to pray over my mom and heal her from the sickness that she had. And so my mom, being the faithful woman that she is, trusted this guy and trusted the gift that God had given him and, and fully believed that God would be able to heal her from that. So instead of panicking and freaking out and asking to go to the hospital, she confronted that guy and, and asked him to pray over her. And sure enough, just as she had anticipated, she was healed from this from this sickness that she had faced. You know, we got back home and, and she went to the hospital to see what was wrong and to see what had been going on, if there was something that they could find. And they found absolutely nothing in her. She was completely healed. And so even though that's an example of physical healing, God has the ability to, to heal you mentally and through stress and anxiety just the same. And if we turn to him in those situations rather than our own earthly vices or whatever we believe, whether it's other friends or or family or whatnot, if we just give that to God, you know, he is a gracious and merciful God and, and he'll heal you in those times. And 
I think the other thing that we need to take away from Psalms 34.4 is the second part there. And he heard me. And a lot of times I feel like, as we talked about at the beginning, that we pray to God and we feel as though he hasn't heard us. But the fact of the matter is he hears your prayers all the time. And whether you get the answer that you want or you get the answer that you are expecting in the time that you're expecting may not always be the case, but he does hear you and he will, he will help you and he will take care of you in his own timing. And you just need to have faith in him and trust that that is something that he's going to do for you. And I think that the more that we believe that, the quicker and the more obvious we see those results. As a young kid, I remember uh, being like deathly afraid of the wind. I hated like tornadoes and I just hated storms in general and all that. And growing up in West Michigan, you get some gnarly winds coming off of the lake and they can really uh, be terrifying at times, especially for a kid. And I just remember laying in bed, I was probably like seven and there was a storm coming through and there was this tree right next to this window that I slept next to And it would just smack this window so loud. And I, I remember just laying in bed that night and, and crying and crying and crying and just wanting to sleep and not being able to fall asleep because of this storm. And I just remember calling out to God and just saying, you know, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, you know, the devil is in the wind. Get him away from me. And that was just the way that I felt as a young boy that I was able to talk to God that way. And I said it once and nothing happened. And I said it again and nothing happened. And I said it over and over and over. And after about five minutes of just repeatedly calling out to God, I kid you not, that wind completely stopped. For the rest of the night, there wasn't a single sound of wind in in my house you know i don't know if the storm continued to go on around me i'm not really sure but i just had that faith as a young child to call out to god and to trust that he would take care of me rather than run into my mom and, and climbing into bed with her and my dad or whatever it may have been i chose to sit there and face that and give it to god and, and sure enough he provided for me and i would say in my life that was like the earliest thing that i can remember that was like all right this God guy is real. He is definitely there and he definitely exists. And uh, I can continue to bring my problems to him without a doubt. Like if he can change the weather, then he can definitely handle anything else that's going on in my life. And I know that you hear those stories in the Bible all the time, but the fact of the matter is, is he still works that way to this day. If you believe in him and you give your problems to him, he will, he will overcome them for you. Um, and then I would like to go into Philippians 4, 6 through 7, which says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And the point that I take away from that is when he says everything. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. And that's literally everything, no matter what it is. You know, we think that God could no, in no way help us in a relationship or help us to uh, have this woman, you know, he's not going to make a woman fall in love with you, but he's going to give you the wisdom and the guidance that you need to be a man of God and to attract that right person into your life. Or whether it's a test, you know, he's not going to sit there and say, this one's A, you know, the next one's C. He's not going to do that, but he'll give you the strength and the endurance to go to the library and to do the studying that you need to do and put in the work that you need to pass that test so that you don't feel anxious and stressed about it. Um, or sports, you know, if you pray to be healthy and, and to have a healthy body, you may get injured, but I'm willing to bet that if it's part of his plan for your life and it's his will for your life to become an athlete and to continue to do that and it glorifies him, that he will heal you and restore you to full health so that you can continue to do that, you know? So it doesn't really matter what aspect of life that it is, but just give everything to him. That's what he is here for, you know? Jesus says, take my yoke. And and that is literally just him saying, you know, you, you can give everything to me and, and feel peace because I'm here to, to take your burdens on and to 
take them off your shoulders so that you don't have to deal with them. And the next part of that verse, it says, by prayer and petition. And the importance there is the word petition, you know, which means to do something multiple times. I think that people pray one time about something and then they say, well, that mountain didn't move. This miracle didn't occur right in front of my face. So now I'm just giving up. Like I asked God once and he didn't hear me. So that's just the end of that. And that's just not the way that God works, you know, just like the story that I shared about the wind. Sometimes you got to call on God time and time again. I know when I face obstacles, I try to start praying for them as soon as I find out about them. And then I continue to pray about them and continue to pray about them. And then once they're resolved, I still pray about them. And I give him praise for what he's done in my life and just thank him for his, his glory and his mercy and his favor that he's put in my life. You know, it's important to pray to God every day, especially about the things that are troubling you. Um, and so how can you do this in times of trial and tribulation? You know, you you feel defeated, you feel beat down, you start to lose, uh, you lose sight of the goal or lose your self-confidence or your confidence in God and your faith. And I think the importance there and in, in what can allow you to continue to call out to him in these times of trial is just completely submitting your will to God's. Um, it's important to know that he's going to help you through things, but it's going to look his way. It goes back to what we talked about in the beginning again, is that, you know, God's will for our lives is far greater than our own. And sometimes unanswered prayers are protecting us from things that we have wanted just out of selfish desire and don't fall in line with what God has planned for our lives. You know, I played for, I prayed for plenty of women to fall in love with me. And I prayed for, for many relationships, seeing that girl at church and you're like, man, I would love to take her out to dinner. I'm going to pray about it. And I'm going to pray about it every day until it happens. Well, that may never happen. You know, you come to church next week and she's there with her boyfriend and you're like, oh no, man, what's going on? God did not hear my prayer. What's happening? And the fact of the matter is, is that that woman probably just wasn't the woman for you. And that's okay. And you got to find your peace and your relief from stress and anxiety and knowing that God has got the right woman out there for you. And uh, it was just wasn't part of his plan. And I think that as soon as we surrender our, our idea that our plan is better than his and we give up on that and we just want to fulfill God's plan for our own lives to the best of our abilities, I think that we'll find much more success in our prayers and what we request from God. And you can only really do that and discover God's will by reading your Bible and getting in the word and, and again, praying, you know, asking him to shed light on what it is you're supposed to be doing. And I think that he will do that for you because he wants you to follow his will. And he is a gracious and merciful God. And he doesn't want to see you suffer. You know, you may, but, uh, but he's there to help you through all of that. And that's the whole point of everything that he is. You know, he gave his only son for your life. So he'll be willing to help you through anything else. That was a pretty major sacrifice in itself right there. So he'll be there for you for sure. Um, so yeah, I would say that, you know, in, in, giving everything to God, I would say that turning to the word and diving into your Bible is the best thing that you can do and will help you best align yourself with what God's plan is for your life. The Bible has an answer to everything. If you're willing to look for it and you're willing to research it, uh, it has the answers in there somewhere. You just have to have an open mind and uh, be praying that God will show you the Holy Spirit in, in the living word and, and guide your life in that way. So I would say the main things in dealing with anxiety are one, to trust in him and, you know, just to believe that he is going to be there for you no matter what you're going through. And he is going to answer your prayers, whether it's in your time or his, he will give you an answer to your prayers. And uh, if it's not the answer that you want to hear, you got to be willing to accept that and move forward with God's plan for your life and not your own. Um and then I would say, make sure that you're bringing all your problems to God. You know, don't just bring the ones that are so big that you don't think that you can handle on your own. Take everything to God, because even the smallest problems can become bigger. 
or even an answer that you think is simple and, and you can tackle on your own, you may do so, but it might not be what God had planned for your lives. And that will just lead you further away from him. So just take everything to him and do so with thanksgiving. That's the next point is that make sure that you're doing so uh, with a positive heart and knowing that this is an opportunity to grow closer to God and to trust in him and to deepen your faith. It was kind of like I said before, when we're at our weakest point, that's when God can show his strength and really show his mighty and grace, his might and grace in your life. And uh, yeah, and just show what he's capable of. You know, he's the creator of all things. He's the most mighty thing that ever lived. And uh, and he wants to show that to you. You know, he wants he wants to be able to bless your life and do supernatural things for you. So when you're at your lowest point, just don't lose sight of him. And I would say more so dive into him and just be excited about the opportunity to grow closer grow closer to him. And uh, if you do all those things, he will answer your prayers. If you continue to seek after him, he will hear you out and he will answer your prayers. And like I said before, if it's not the way that you see them or not the answer that you wanted, uh, you know, you've just got to learn to deal with that for lack of a better way of putting it. It's if you're truly on fire for God and you're wanting his will in your life, you know, eventually you'll be happy when you hear him say no, because you'll realize that that is his answer and that's okay. And, and you'll feel content and happy with that. And you'll say, all right, God, clearly you don't want me to do this. What does it look like for you? You know, what do you want for my life? I'm done trying to do it my way. Show me your way and let's tackle this thing together so we can get through it. Yeah, and I would say that wraps up everything for uh, my topic of overcoming anxiety. I would say that uh, you just got to trust in him, bring all your problems to him, do so with thanksgiving, and if you do those things, he will answer your prayers. I want to say thanks for listening. If you guys liked the message today and it spoke to you or you feel like it could impact somebody in your life, make sure you share, subscribe, and hit us with a five-star rating. I appreciate you guys tuning in, and have a good one. Thank you.